Welcome to Sisters of the Strange. Michelle, and welcome back to Sisters of the Strange. I'd like to take a moment today to just address the fact that my co-founding sister of the Strange, Megan, has decided to step away from the podcast. And we wish her nothing but the very best. And if she ever wants to come sit in with us, more than happy to have her back. Today I have with me as my co-host, my actual mister. Peter, say hi. Hello. How are you? I'm good. I'm excited to be here. Well, thank you for joining me. This should be interesting. Absolutely. We are going to be discussing haunted places in New York. We're kind of like tapping on our back door to see what's around us, and hopefully it'll make you think about what's around you. We definitely would love to hear back from you if you have any interesting places that you think we should check out, because we do like to go on little ghost-like adventures to see if like we can find any truth to what we've read. Would you like to start? I can. Okay. So obviously, uh, both of us living in central New York, it's not a lot of fun for both of us to do the same area. So I decided to go western part of the state. Um, So I'm starting in Amherst, New York, with Damon College. So Damon College, uh, built in 1947, is the Rosary Hill College. School was originally an all-girls school. First male students graduated in 68, and in 76, the school changed its name to Damon College. According to students, one of the buildings on campus is haunted by the ghosts of two brothers. Uh, Curtis Hall specifically stands on what was once a residential home, and the rumor is that the siblings who once lived there hang themselves on opposite sides of the building after getting into an intense argument. Their spirits remain behind, still roaming the building that replaced the home in which they lived and died. And that comes from NewYorkHauntedHouses.com. When I tried to look up more about the information, uh, about the spe- specific, yeah, the specific nature of the haunt, mm-hmm. there's really not a ton of information other than what I just read, which is disappointing. I want, I think movies have ruined me a little bit for that. Like, I want sure. a backstory. I want, I want to know... A, why did they kill themselves? What what happened? And then why they're still roaming around haunting students. I'm also going to point out really quick that I'm a little bit of a skeptic when it comes to ghosts and paranormal. Um, So the word of the college kids is a little sus for me. But there's also faculty that claim um, to have seen apparitions or have had things happen. So do you feel like the faculty is just trying to hype it up to bring attention to it? Or do you think that there's some actual justification to their claims? Well, again, being a skeptic, I think it's more that students have driven the teachers crazy. Um, (laughs) (laughs) So I I don't know. Again, I'm more so just I would have liked to have been able to find more of a backstory as to about these brothers, A, if, if they actually exist. Because, again, that information is sparse. I can't get names. I can't get dates. But obviously, the further back you go, the history is more... Uh, it's easier to lose history and get those records other than the word of mouth, local lore, etc. For sure. I mean, but with a lot of these haunted happenings around, a lot of it is just going to be personal accounts. And however much truth you want to put into that. I mean, I can say this was haunted, and you could say, yeah, it was, and we could both be full of it. 100%. So, I mean, it really is, like, how much you believe into supernatural ghosts, etc. Well, sure, and, and taking into consideration the manifestation of, of an idea, right? So this is at a college, so obviously you've got students, uh, their first day... Amongst all the stressors of, oh my god, I'm in college, they've got the the elder classmen, uh-oh, you're in the area where there's a ghost, and that story just kind of snowballs. And then the more they hear about it, the more suddenly normal, coincidental things now have reasoning behind it. It's not just, oh, that was weird that it happened, and you move on. It's, oh my god, was that the ghost? And then that reinforces the idea, so now everything... Um, 
potentially is ghost related and not just random. Absolutely. What's your first one? Um, my first one comes from this book, and it is by Brian Weaver. It's called The Folklore and Haunted Locations Guide of New York. And the Empire State was established July 26, 1788. Population is going to be 19,795,791 as of 2015. And according to this book that was written at this time, there are 311 haunted locations. And the first one that I'm going to actually touch on is literally like 15 minutes away from us. It's Cedarville Road in Ondog County. It's also known as 13 Curves. It's said to be haunted by the spirit of a woman in white. And according to legend, she was killed by a car crash on her wedding night. Witnesses have encountered the woman's spirit. They say that she carries a lantern, has eerie glowing eyes, and is covered in blood. She's also been to refer to as the ghost bride of 13 Curves. Motorists often report trying to offer the ghostly woman a ride before she mysteriously vanishes. Many blame the woman for a number of strange car accidents on the road. Pedestrians walking in the area at night also report feeling the presence of an unseen entity or feeling like they are being watched. Now, <laughs> if this is like the true nature of this road as a pedestrian, I don't know if I'd be walking it unless I was actually in search of. As a motorist, if I saw some like bloody chick with lantern, I'll call 911, help her out. Probably not going to stop, though. No, you pull over and you administer first aid. And... Oh, my goodness, no. No? No, I, I, I don't think I could. Um, I know that I've been through 13 Curves. I can't say as though I've ever been at night. It's because you're not a night driver. I'm not a night driver. <laughs> so it really kind of, like, leaves me in this place where I depend on you. Yeah. You know, hey, Mr. Husband, let's go for a creepy drive. And you're like, yeah, we're not doing that. And no. I'm like, oh, okay. So, yes, I've yet to actually travel down these curves at night, but I have actually gone down there during the day. And I don't get any feeling of this is creepy, but, again, it's daylight, so. No, and you you seem to have a sensitivity towards it. You get feelings about places and, and whatnot. Um, so I don't know if that automatically discredits it because again enough people and the story spreads and the word of mouth for sure but i, I can only imagine a seemingly country um or ruralish road a lot of curves obviously there's going to be foggy nights i mean and it just snowballs into there's actually like a historic sign marker at the 13 curves start like i mean there's been enough tales of this like talk of it reports of it that they actually have, like, one of those historic signs that says 13 curves. So, I mean... But I'm a skeptic. And, and I in my you head, are. In my head, if it can, genu if it can generate uh, um, tourism, is it beneficial for them to spend the 30 bucks on a sign? I mean, it's local government, so it's probably 300 bucks, And and just get people, ghost hunters and, and the likes, to come into the community to check out this haunted area. Um, it would bring me there if I could drive at night, Peter. <laughs> <laughs> Just saying. <laughs> I mean, curvy, dark roads, I, I'm not, <laughs> I'm not for. Like, I'm not saying let's take a, like, you know, 50 mile an hour drive down there, but yeah, like, we could, like, cruise down there some night, especially creeping up on a Halloween. It might be worth a look. All right, only if you're in the passenger seat chanting Bloody Mary. Of course. <laughs> My pleasure. <laughs> Like, let's just compound this, and we'll, we'll try to well, I mean, cross off as many. Oh, and, we can do like... In all fairness, there is no mirror on the passenger's visor, so I can't look in a mirror Side view. Re you can have the rear view. I could. Um, we'll, we'll do just haunted uh, ghost story bingo, and we'll just oh. like... Yeah, and that'll be like a double space. Oh, awesome. Yeah. Wait, totally. I would do that. I would do that with you. I know you would. Absolutely. I'm only saying it because I won't. You're like, oh, let's, let's come up with this far-fetched Oh, silliness. so now you're like breaking my heart. Yeah. For everyone to hear. Yeah. Okay, let's move on to your next pick. 
I'll tell you what. No, 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 no. I feel no, like no. we moved on. You're you're gonna post about this episode on on your Twitter or Instagram or whatnot. If you get enough people that say, "Oh my God, you guys should totally do it," uh, let's call it fifty. All right. Okay. Something like that. Uh, either fifty likes, tweets, something where people say, "Peter, you should take Michelle on this um, on this." 13 curve haunted trail bingo situation. I'll do it. Oh, come on, friends. Help a girl out. Let's get him to take me on this ride. I feel like 50 wasn't a lot, and I should have said more. No, 50 is good. I'm, this is a very new podcast. I know, but I don't so want to do it. I should have said like 5,000. I don't know why I said well, 50. Well, that's really silly. I really. <laughs> that, would, that would be that vetoed. That seems way too obtainable, though. That would though. be vetoed, though. You know how easy it is to make an Instagram? You're going to have, like, friends just making fake Instagrams just to promote it, just so I have to do it. Well, maybe I've got real friends that'll just do it because they want me to Which go on Which just means the trip. number would be higher. Oh, I should have said way more. All right, moving on. <laughs> moving on, Peter. Your next stop on our trail. So, staying in uh, WNY, we are going to the Buffalo Central Terminal in Buffalo. Um... So I went right to buffalocentralterminal.org for a little bit of the, the history and the background. And this comes right from their site. Um, so this Art Deco masterpiece, you can tell it's a little biased. A little bit. This Art Deco masterpiece was built to handle over 200 trains and 10,000 passengers daily, as well as 1,500 New York Central employees. It included, it included shops, a restaurant, soda fountain, parking garage, and all other services required for daily passenger operations. Although the Central Terminal had the misfortune to open mere months before the onset of the Great Depression, the building was extremely busy during its first two decades of operation, with no period busier than during World War II. Uh, following the war, passenger rail travel fell precipitously as automobiles and air travel began to dominate. In 1955, the New York Central Railroad put the Buffalo Central Terminal on the market, though there was little demand to purchase such a large building. With the decline of the passenger rail service, the New York Central mothballed much of, it, much of the sprawling Buffalo Central Terminal and created a small station within a station to service the remaining passengers. So, and then it goes on... Um, just a little bit more about the history, but that, that's really the base of it. I've seen pictures on other sites, um, including if you go to stepoutbuffalo.com, um, they have a ghost hunt uh, for the Central Terminal with a complete review of, of the tour, the equipment used, the pictures. The pictures are, are crazy because it's really this sadly gigantic building but super decrepit it almost looks like a movie um insane asylum where like the walls are peeling obviously mm. it's not like the rooms in the bed but just that style of like plaster peeling it's just been abandoned for 50 years mm. i'd read somewhere else unfortunately i apologize i lost it where there was um there was claims that it was one of the conductors that's still haunting it that had lost his job um back in the day but Apparently, it's it's a huge attraction for ghost hunters and fans of the paranormal alike. <laughs> Sadly, right now, um, it's only open for events. Uh, before COVID, you could do walk-in tours and whatnot, but they're not really set up for walk-in visitors at this time. But that could change depending on the, the climate of the world. For sure. But super cool. I highly recommend Buffalo Central Terminal. Um, just Google the pictures and, and read some of the stories because it's it's really cool. So are we gonna take a trip there? <sighs> I mean that's five thousand. I'm no. I, we have a reason to head no, that way. Um, no, it is something that that is something I would I would go with you to just okay. to check out because again it seems super cool. Um, either we'll, we'll scan for one of the events or when they open up. Just regular walk-ins again. Yeah, I mean, I can wait for that. I'm not ready to rush anything with the world currently, so. Yeah, what's crazy is I'm in Buffalo all the time. I have no idea where this place is. Um, and it's probably just, it blends in with the rest of Buffalo. Because Buffalo's pretty um, uh, tightly situated, all the buildings and whatnot. Okay. So, definitely something uh, to check out. Nice. I can't wait. What you got? Um, okay, same, same book I used 
again. Uh, really quick, I yeah. will say that I got the idea for most, if not all, of mine from your book, mm-hmm. um, and then I just went a little further in. Just it's to... a really great book. Like yeah. I was really, I was excited when I found it because I always enjoy finding little tidbits about New York and obviously haunted things and ghosts and everything. So, yeah. I it, the only reason I went, I went further or tried to go further is because I really wanted more depth mm-hmm. to the stories. But unfortunately, that's just... I feel like the depth you're looking for can only truly come with personal experiences. I was gonna, I thought you were going to say movies, because it's fictionalized and they just make up backstories. Well, no, I mean, I would love to make a movie about any or all of these, whether it's the ones we're talking about or... Yeah, you can almost make up your own story because there's no real concrete story there and oh my gosh it wouldn't be a remake or a reboot so it might actually come off original which would be fabulous because shame on you hollywood yeah hollywood yeah hollywood stupid hollywood um okay so we're gonna go to chittenango new york which is also very close to us and it's golf road this one they say motorists on golf road in chittenango new york reported witnessing unidentified apparitions and shadowy figures. Some claim to have seen strange glowing orbs coming from the nearby woods. Pedestrians have reported hearing disembodied footsteps and sounds of distant voices chanting. There have also been reports of finding satanic symbols in the woods along Golf Road. The area is also believed to be used as a meeting place for Satanists to perform dark magic and other cult rituals. Now... Let's rewind back to early 90s. Golf Road was the thing. We'd all talk about it. We were all curious about it. We all like wanted to tempt fate and dare ourselves and one another. So there was one night a friend of ours was actually headed out of town. She was going to be flying out to, I believe it was Texas, for like weeks. And we all gathered before we were taking her to the airport. And we parked along said road, and we walked from top to bottom, linked arm in arm. And if memory serves me, we were, like, doing the chant from the Wizard of Oz, like the witch chant. Like, we were just waiting for anything to come and jump out at us. And there was n- there was nothing. I mean, I think we all kind of got in our heads trying to, like, spook each other. But... Like, as far as, like, anything jumping out, anything glowing, anything, like, passing by, absolutely did not catch anything. And maybe it's because there were, like, ten of us, like, linked arm in arm, just making ridiculous noises to, like, old movie music. Like, You know what would be so great? <laughs> so, growing up here, I, I'd heard of Gulf Road, especially in high school, and it was never so much paranormal, but we'd always hear it was, like, either... Uh, racist groups or uh, witchcraft or just it's where people tried to meet in hiding that everyone knew about that would go it was like oh do you want to go check it out and see if we can see anything like no that sounds terrible oh no we always wanted to do stuff like that yeah i passed (laughs) no um but how great would it be Mm -hmm. if you and your clique there just walking arm in arm making noises was what some other kids thought <laughs> were stumbling upon some like satanic meaning of people just chanting. Yeah, no, that was not, I mean, it potentially. This was pre-cell phone cameras. This was pre-all um, that stuff. So if you're if you're going on this expedition to like search for something and you hear mad people just like <laughs> chanting and being loud, chances are you are bailing. That's true. Um, you might have perpetuated... Uh, the uh, the word of mouth. Well, go us if we did then. You'll never know. I'll never know. But I will say, in current time, I believe that most of that road has been redone, and it's not like the scary road that it once was. I mean, if you went to the top, it was like all open, and it was called Top of the World, and like you could just look out at everything. And it was just all these beautiful lights, and now it's overdeveloped like everything else is. I mean, we need more condos. Of course we do. I mean, these were actual houses. I mean, they were these were they're lovely homes up there, but it really 
Besides, it, it's all by Green Lakes, right? Um, yeah. Yeah. I mean, before you get that turn where you go to Green Lakes. Yeah. Or if you're coming up Route 5, it's going to be at that, like, right past that light. Yeah. But, yeah, I mean. That's Chittenango. I thought that was Kirkville. No. Oh, it's the other side. Other side of it. Gotcha. Gotcha, gotcha. So. So, poor Chittenango. They have to balance out their, it's, is it Chittenango or Canstow that's Yellow Brook Road? Like That's the actual, Yeah. So they balance it out. They've got the Satanist on Gulf Road and the guy who wrote uh, Wizard of Oz. Frank L. Bum, was it? Oh, I was going to say Frank Lloyd Wright, just because that name sounds like something. No, I think I'm you're thinking off. Andrew Lloyd Wright with the... I probably am. Yeah, but no. I know stuff. Um, That's not one of them. We all know some stuff. We just get it muddled. <laughs> okay. So, again, sticking to WNY, we are going to talk about... The Iron Island Museum in Buffalo. You really like Buffalo. Well, again, you you took Syracuse and then, spoiler, you're going a little east. And that turns out you went a little west, too. Yeah. Which I thought was east, so I'm like, all right, I'll go west. So I figured we'd cover the whole state, but we ignored north and south. Yeah, we're sorry. I'm just a guest host, so this is really, uh, I'm blameless. (laughs) They can't see you batting your eyes wildly at me, but you are. Help. (laughs) <laughs> okay, so <laughs> Iron Island Museum in Buffalo. The Iron Island, uh, this kind of comes from hauntedhistorytrail.com. The Iron Island Museum is a is in a building that was a former church built in 1883. Isn't it always? The church closed in the late 1940s, sat empty till 56 when it was purchased and turned into a funeral home. It gets better and better. <laughs> in August 2000, it was donated to the Iron Island Preservation Society of Lovejoy, Inc. for its museum. The building is loaded with history from the Iron Island neighborhood, city of Buffalo, the railroad, the military, and much, much more. Uh, its history is what makes it so haunted. Once you come visit the museum for the spirits, you end up appreciating its amazing history. Again, these are very biased, uh, but I'm taking them right from the sites. Mm-hmm. The building is haunted by many spirits. Some they were able to identify, such as Edgar Zernick, whose cremated remains went unclaimed in the basement and two six-year-old boys who were both um, walked out of the funeral home in the 60s. Spirit voices have been recorded, along with pictures and videos of the spirits that haunt the building. Many different spirits seem to come and go, but many stay to visit with the guests. I'm, I'm going to tell you, I was so excited to get like an actual name, because then I can go right back to Google to, to see this. It's not just nameless, faceless people, two brothers. So... Searching for Edgar Zernick um, actually came with a lot of information. Mm-hmm. Um, so stltoday.com, because uh, I guess he was originally from St. Louis, had a really great bio about him. Um, early life in the military, um, life after the military, and even referenced the um, Iron Island piece. And essentially... The owner of the Iron Island Museum claims that she communicated uh, with Edgar because he was in a paint can. His ashes were just in like a, a paint can that were labeled with among, uh, amongst a bunch of other uh, paint cans filled with ashes. And she claims that he communicated with her. So he communicated with her and... Um, and helped get his ashes and other military um, deceased soldiers their ashes laid to rest properly. There was actually there was an event, and they were um, it was like a motorcade to a nearby um, cemetery. Vet cemetery, yeah. So that again was the Iron Iron Island Museum and Edgar Zernick. For anybody who wants to. Do, uh, do some Googling and, and read that story. Okay, so is Aaron Island still haunted by Edward now that he's laid to rest proper? I, I hate that you asked me that. So <laughs> Sorry? Well, that bit at the end where, where was it? Many different spirits seem to come and go, but many stay to visit with the guests. So yes, but again, it all seems like I don't know when paranormal was always a thing for people, mm-hmm. but then it exploded. You had the TV shows and the movies, and and more people were like, "Oh, this is cool! I want to get into it. If anything, just to check it out." Mm-hmm. 
So when I read stuff like this from the from the horse's mouth, as it were, they almost seem kind of like teasing, like, yeah, this happened, allegedly. Um, but uh, th th there are many others that, that also come here. So, I mean, you should come and check it out because there's ghosts. So for, so for me, it kind of dilutes it. A little bit sure. more more than um, normal. Yeah. So yes to your question, but there's a heavy air quote because the ghosts come and go. Sure, sure. What you got next? Okay, um, I'm gonna stick right local one more time. You don't say. I'm gonna I'm gonna say. You it. really love local. I really love local. Well, I mean, this is just um, this is a quick one that caught my eye because. Well, A, we drive by it on a semi-regular basis, and B, we almost had our wedding reception there years ago. But I many, found it to be... Many, years ago. Yeah. I mean, I found it to be ridiculously overpriced at that point. Oh, I, snap. Shots fired. Well, no. They're like, not going to sponsor you now. It's okay. I mean, we were young. We were starting out. Well, one of us was younger than the other. Hello, you. But, Hello. Hi. Um, but yeah, I mean, there just there wasn't there wasn't a lot that we had saved to go towards said union. So us spending anything that was like over the top and ridiculous, we just we logically could not do. That's fair. So we're going to talk about the Landmark Theater in Syracuse, and that is at three sixty two South Salina Street, and it opened in February of nineteen eighty two as. Lowe's State Theater. The landmark theater in Syracuse, New York, is said to be haunted by the spirit of a woman named Clarissa. She was killed after falling from one of the theater's balconies. Her apparition is seen by employees and guests wearing a long white dress, and she's often accompanied by the unexplained scent of lilac perfume. The landmark theater was added to the National Register of Historic Places in May of 1977. Now, they still have events there, so you can go see. Like, I've been to a few concerts there. Why is it always a white dress? Um, I don't know. Well, I mean, if it was, like, a formal function, like a wedding or something, she may have been wearing white. Um, I mean, white is very elegant. Why is it never, like, a hunter in the full bright orange reflective vest... It's always, like, these ghoulish colors, like black or white. Where's the polka dot? How is that ghoulish? They're neutral colors, black and white. Well, no, no, like, the white looks like a ghost. Sure. Ghouls don't wear neon stripes. How do you know? How many have you met? How many stories are there for neon polka dot or striped ghosts? Well, not a lot. <laughs> we could be onto something, though. You know what? I kind of want to do a Beetlejuice now. If I get buried... I want to do the black and white striped. So oh, you want to wear black and white. Striped. That way it's no mistaking it. Or or something super vibrant, like blinding. Like super blinding so there's no question if I'm haunting that, oh no, no, that was Peter. I, I totally saw him. Like you, you can't, can't mistake that. Or like, okay, so you've seen, <laughs> side note, you've seen the kinder, kindergarten picture. Where I had like <laughs> I have no one else has describe it to I'm, them. I'm going to. Okay. You were chuckling at me. Okay. So it. my little six year old self had this giant in case of missing kid pink sign, literally bobby pinned to my shirt, um, because my parents were crazy. But that's let me be buried in something like that. A giant sign, so like people can read it, and again make that reflective. It can have like the. Um, silver border so it catches light just so it's unmistakable again so it's not like a trick of the eye it's like no 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 nope peter was definitely there saw him read the sign um it was actually a math problem you're so dumb like, <laughs> oh my gosh <laughs> it was a dirty limerick like something super something just screams peter well or something that you can't be like it might have been this it might have been that no it was like totally peter it was quadratic equations like i'm still trying to figure it out in my head what, what you're the gonna have to was. laminate it though so nothing happens well i won't i'll be dead oh yeah so i mean that's gonna go to you or the kids um i'll put it in the will okay like, totally the instructions yeah, yeah yeah um 
Do yeah. you know what a nemesis is? Where did that come from? Well, that's what that could be your. Everybody would know that oh. that's you. Oh my god! <laughs> I can totally do the. Do you know what a nemesis is? Quote because Snatch is my favorite movie, and if you haven't seen it, you should absolutely see it because it's amazing. Before Jason Statham was this giant action star, he was Turkish, the boxing promoter in Snatch. You're so brilliant. That's perfect. I know. <laughs> I'm gonna do it. You've got to like. We'll get somebody to create it. But, but what? Means it can't be cremated, or it can't be a cyborg. I might. Just I don't a... think you can be cremated anyway, technically. Oh, I'm still gonna be a cyborg, so I guess it's all moot. Okay. I'll get somebody to do it for me. Did you have anything else to say about the landmark and you know apparitions in white, <sighs> or do you want to move on to your next one? <laughs> well, I'm. I I usually complain. It's always like from the '30s. Or 40s, like, where's where's the dude with the cell phone that's haunting people, or... Oh, 30s and 40s, there were no cell phones. That's my point. Like, yeah. where's somebody modern? It's always, like, turn of the century. Have you seen any of these terrible movies, like, One Missed Call, Unfriended? You can't pull in Weren't technology. Weren't those just demons? I don't know. But they, they weren't, were just... like, ghosts. It wasn't, like... It's not just a dude that's like, no, yeah, no, I, I died recently. It sucked. Uh, I guess I'm a ghost now. Ooh. Uh, <laughs> that you can just God. have a conversation with. Mm. It's always like, again, turn of the century, farmers. Farmers are clergy. Okay, did you see... Um, or kids. Demonic kids. I love kids in movies. They're so creepy. Did you if do an episode about that? We did an episode about yeah. that. Like, yeah, we definitely, we have some love for, like, creepy kids in movies. Did you see White Noise, though? Because that wasn't, like... That was, like, in the time of, We saw like... it together. Yeah. I don't remember it, though. Oh. Oh, that was really... That was good. Was that... That wasn't Michael Keaton. It was, was Michael Keaton. I'm getting that confused with something else, though. I don't know why. I'm getting confused with the Kevin Bacon movie. Ooh, Stir of Echoes? Yeah. Such a good movie. They all kind of blend together. No, they really don't. They really don't. I'm gonna, I'm gonna tell your listeners a secret. I'm not really a horror guy. He's not a horror guy at all. But he is strange, and he lives with me, so That's the he's part. totally doing this. Um, no, Stir of Echoes was a great movie. No, it was. White Noise, White Noise we didn't know. I, I feel like I definitely didn't know. I don't think you knew to the extent about EVP before White Noise. No, I really didn't. I mean, it was pretty new on my radar anyway. We'll have to watch that again. We'll have to watch both. Because yeah. I know they were both good movies, but in my they head were. they're kind of, not the same, but I don't know. I, I, I can't tell them apart in my head. Hmm. Yeah. There was one scene in um, Stir of Echoes with the nails. So. I mean, movies have lots of scenes. Yeah, so I, I don't know. I think you're... When I say somebody with technology, I think you're using it differently. I'm not saying somebody using technology to find people from the 20s and 30s. I'm saying somebody... Find me a ghost hunter that's a ghost. That that's the person that'd be dope. Like somebody just like, hey, no, no, no I'm I'm a ghost hunter. You're you're doing it wrong. Let me help you. And then they help new ghost hunters translate what they're trying to say. Hmm. That could be something. There's a movie that's for been you. done. What do you mean that's been done? Well, I mean, where a ghost hunter finds the ghost of a ghost hunter and they communicate. Well, not exactly, but I mean, think about the sixth sense. Bruce Willis, spoiler alert, was a ghost the whole time, helping the little boy who saw a ghost. And he helped him figure out how to help the ghost make the ghost go away. So, I mean, it's kind of put out there. Yeah, but I'm talking the opposite. The ghost, the, the deceased ghost hunter helps the alive ghost hunter find more ghosts, not get rid of ghosts. Well, isn't that what their research is for? The Those who came before them that did what they did? passing on their knowledge and they research it and I mean I think in a way they do yeah but how much easier is it for somebody to be instead of like reading dudes research to have ghost version of them like, oh I would love ghost version of somebody telling me what they think that I'm doing wrong kind of I don't like criticism like that but but not, but not even some translating like all right I'm gonna read these journals from this ghost hunter and he or she shows up like no 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 don't don't do that I was on a bender when I wrote that stuff here's here's how <laughs> here's what's really going on here's how you can do it like skip like ninety percent of that because it was all guesswork now that I'm here let let me show you how stuff works but yeah we can make a movie like that <sighs> unless somebody else beats us to it now that we've talked about it that sounds like a lot of work I don't want to do it 
Let's do it. I don't have passion for it. <sighs> yeah. Fine. Somebody else make that movie. I'd watch it. All right. <laughs> so, me, my turn. Your turn. Guess where I am. Um, are you going to be back in Western New York? I sure am. Hey. <laughs> we are at the Radisson Hotel in Niagara Falls, formerly the Holiday Inn Niagara Falls. Okay. So this story comes from hauntedjourneys.com. Starts back in the early to mid-1800s. The area in which the hotel currently sits on was known back then as the White Haven Settlement. Settlement... 1800s, farmland, just saying. It was a logging community on the island. Sitting on the property was a mansion that was owned by the first supervisor of Grand Island, John Nice. John Nice was said to have purchased the property in 1848 and lived with his wife and ten children. Now, while there are conflicting stories, because they always are, most will conclude the mansion burned to the ground. In that fire, a little girl was said to have lost her life. Her name is said to have been Tanya. Some stories to state she was one of John Neese's children. On record, the only known fire... On record, the only known fire on record on the property was in 1963. But many believe the fire did burn the nice mansion. That's funny. But it was never documented. Not the fire, but it was the nice mansion. Because it's an adjective, but it's also yes. a All right, just making sure. <laughs> okay. Uh, but it was never documented. Perhaps Tanya's spirit is trying to... Set the record straight. It's interesting to note that John Nice and his family are buried only minutes away at Whitehaven Cemetery. Regardless of the unclear history, the legend holds steady of a little girl with blonde hair and a white nightgown haunts this hotel near Niagara Falls. Now, some claims, um, there are some that claim to have actually seen the little girl. Mm -hmm. Others report paranormal activity. But to be fair, I think it could also just be the creaks and malfunctions from an old old hotel. Like one person said, well, the elevator door kept opening and closing. <sighs> I think that goes back to what we were talking about where once something gets put into your brain, it's automatically, yo, yeah. that's the little girl messing with the buttons. No, the elevator's kind of rickety. And then it was bought and it was maintained better and upgraded. Now, did you stay? You stayed overnight there before. I did. I did. Once upon a time, uh, I had a home office in Grand Island. Mm -hmm. um, so I would go there peri periodically. And uh, I remember my boss telling me, because uh, it was the Holiday Inn at the time, mm -hmm. that uh, you know it was haunted. Th that the local story was that it was haunted. And I told you, and you and your sister kept texting me and trying to mess with me as I was far from home trying to sleep. And was that a black-eyed children night? Probably. No, I think that's when you were in Albany overnight, actually. I don't I don't know. You guys are merciless when I'm <laughs> away from home in strange hotel rooms, just, like, missing my family. I'll, I'll send you, like, all right, I love you, I miss you. Don't let the black-eyed children get you. <laughs> <laughs> Sit in this, like, creepy, dark hotel room, whatever. <laughs> well, turn but on the light in the TV, it won't be dark. <laughs> I will say, when I was there... I'm not gonna say I felt the presence of, of a little girl. A, that's creepy, and B, it's it's oh, I'm gonna say nonsense because this isn't my shtick. Was was there a heaviness? But, Did you feel uneasy? Uh, but it was internal. Mm -hmm. It was it was just a creepy. But that's where it hotel. comes from. But that's what I'm saying. That's not. So it was in your head that it was supposed to. It be was super so, in my head. So it was it was like implanted into so, you like, that it was creepy. No, hundred percent because at like ten o'clock at night or whatever, I'm like going back to the room. And I'm the only one in the hallway, and I'm on whatever floor, and it's just, it's old looking. Again, it was it was still the Holiday Inn, so before it was the Radisson. So it's just creepy anyway. Mm -hmm. um, but that 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 goes for like any place. I a side note when I did the um, when I was at the closing down hospital in Watertown when we were helping with the cleanup there. Mm -hmm. It's just me in this completely abandoned hospital, and I'm not far from, like, the door, but once you're in there, and, and the lights are dim, and it's just silent, Did and it's just... Did they flicker? Was there, like, weird sounds? It, there was, it was echoey, okay. because it, it's, it's, 
I think there's something unnerving about being in a location that should be heavily populated and the background noise makes it... It the, amplifies the, everything. Well, the lack of background noise um, is a is a unsettling uh, feeling when it should be teeming with background noise. For sure. Going in a hospital that's completely empty sounds fun. It's like, what an experience. But it, it is. It's just kind of creepy because it's just echoey and big and silent and it shouldn't be. Yeah. Um, so that, that was my experience in that hotel room. And again, in the back of my head, oh, it's haunted. I didn't expect to see a ghost, mm-hmm. but it's like, oh, this this does feel weird, and I don't like it. But that's that's all me just internalizing, etc. Yeah. What you got? Well, I guess I'm gonna go to Western New York this <gasps> time. <gasps> How dare you? I'm stepping on your toes. Literally, there's that's... so much state. Yeah, but this one, I feel like it's covered by like all of the most places most. Haunted places in America, all the ghost hunters, the ghost adventures. Oh, you the big guns. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, <laughs> <laughs> this is one that, like, I, in the past, have really wanted to go to. Like, a couple of girls I used to work with, we actually talked about getting a whole group of us together, throwing in for, like, a private tour there, because they do, like, your guided tours, and then you've got your, like, free walks and stuff, too, and, like... It's like, well, we could do that. You know, it would only break down to X amount per head if we got this many people, but it never came about. But we're going to go to East Bethany, the Rolling Hills Asylum. And that is it. Bethany Center Road in East Bethany, New York. Um, the Rolling Hills Asylum was established in 1827. Mm-hmm. It was the Genesee. <laughs> it was the Genesee County Poor Farm, where it's estimated over seventeen thousand former patients were buried in unmarked graves. Over the years, the building was reused as an orphanage, as a mental institution, a nursing home, and even a shopping mall at one point. Um. Investigators that have visited Rolling Hills Asylum report seeing apparitions and experiencing other paranormal activity like disembodied voices and footsteps, screams, and even doors opening and closing on their own. The solitary confinement area located in the basement of the facility is said to be an area of heightened activity. Investigators in the morgue report being pushed or attacked by unseen entities Rolling Hills Asylum is open to the public as a museum and offer ghost tours and private paranormal investigations to guests. Um, they are still currently opened and they do have like guidelines in place for social distancing and proper, you know, PPE to go along with COVID standards. So if you're in East Bethany, maybe check it out. Let me know what you think of it, because I really do want to go at some point, so I'd love to hear if it's actually spooky and worth it, and if you've had any experiences of yourself there. 17,000 new followers or likes, and I will take you. <laughs> Why so many? I learned my lesson after the 50. Oh, come on, guy. <laughs> um, I mean, that that's checking all the boxes. I made the yeah. joke earlier about, like, Haunted Adventure Bingo, mm-hmm. but my God, 1800s, farmland, mental asylum. Um, nursing I, I, home, ner- shopping mall, orphanage. Like, All right, the shopping mall's a weird one. Well, yeah, it like, is weird. Like, that seems random. It's like, which one of these words doesn't fit? Although, I've seen some crazy things at shopping malls when oh, they existed. Yeah, for sure, for sure. Actually, given... Uh, how, how many dead malls there are. That's another thing. And that goes back to what I was saying about the hospital. Mm-hmm. We've, we've done some dead mall walks. Any kind of place that should be teeming with noise and people and whatnot when it's silent. It's very unsettling. It's unsettling. It is. When we went, um, it wasn't haunted or, it was creepy, it was, but not. It was creepy because so it was empty. In, if we had heard that there was like a haunting there, it, it just would have exasper- exacerbated it. 
Well, I mean, if you remember, I wasn't letting you go down dark, weird, like no. But then you made me back watch... corridors. Okay, so we we went to, well, we went to Shopping Town Mall um, right before the end because the place had been dying for years. That's in it, New York. Um, COVID put the final nail in when Regal left, but the food court area. Uh, I was gonna jump behind one of the cows and just explore one of the areas, and she's like, "No, don't do it." Um, meanwhile, fast forward like a month, two months. Oh my God, Peter! I love this guy on YouTube. He goes to abandoned malls <laughs> and videotapes. Ace's Adventure. Yes, I love watching. Shout out to Ace's Adventure. <laughs> and what does he do? He goes behind the counters of stuff. But I feel like he actually gets permission to go and do these walks and explore. Who's he, who's he ask? Who's he ask? I don't know. It's a dude with a camera. But still, there's got at this point if if the mall is like dead. Okay, let's like dead do, dead. Darling, do do a role play with me real quick. Okay, sure. So I'm Ace from Ace's Ace's Adventure. Hey, you're Ace. And you own Shopping Town Mall. Oh sure. Hello, Michelle. Um, I do a uh, a YouTube uh, vodcast, not vodcast, vlog. Yeah. Vodcast. Vodcast. I do a YouTube vlog um, where I go around talking about sad, dead, abandoned malls, and I would love to feature your property on my YouTube channel. May I have your permission? Sure. Don't get that hurt. That is absolutely not <laughs> how that conversation would go. If I'm wrong, I apologize to Ace. There's no way he's got anybody's permission. Um, he is just with as much time spent into these. I mean, first of all, if it's that dead, it's locked. So somehow he has to get in, and he's not breaking in. If there's nothing operating in there, there's no one in there. Awesome. Nor- uh, uh, North Carolina. I don't know where that came from. Great Northern. Still had a couple shops, and he did one for Great Northern. So he's so he's going to almost dead malls. Um, I mean, I guess we can look at his YouTube channel and see if there's like a, a legit video with a completely dead mall. But I think it's just a dude with a camera. <laughs> I would love to be a dude at with a camera checking out dead malls. Liar. I would if I knew that that was what I was doing. That's not what we were there for. Were we, th- we weren't there for shopping. Were we moving? Did we get out of a movie? I feel like we got out of a movie. A movie. Maybe. Yeah. I'm just saying. So, okay, you can say. The one security guard who works there three hours a day that's Don't asleep me. at the desk would not have minded us roaming about. Or worse comes to worse, hey, get out of here. Okay. <laughs> you hooligans. You guys are banned from coming back. <laughs> we got chased out of a parking lot one night after <sighs> a movie. Stupid. That's another story. It's that mall. Was that mall. <sighs> Was that mall. Now it's that eyesore. Yeah. But Rolling Hills, um, yeah, covers covers pretty much everything there. Mm-hmm. Um, hmm. I mean, I'd be interested. I'd be very interested to check it out. And I'd probably want to do the guided tour for your benefit. Why for my benefit? Well, I don't think you'd probably like to wander around and, heaven forbid, like something made noises or fell at your feet. Like... It'd be you. It'd be, I'd fall. You would, you would bang into something. <laughs> you would trip. You would yell. Like, we, we'd, well, first of all, you, you say what you will. You wouldn't separate. You wouldn't be like, all right, I'm going to go check this out. You go check that out. Buddy system. Yeah. You're never supposed to separate in situations. You will do your squeak yell. I don't even know what that means. I, I want to do it, but I can't do it. I don't think it's real. I don't think you can do it because you don't know how to, like, lie about it. You, you'll see something, uh, and, and you're not goofy where, like, feel a presence. Oh, no, no, no. You'd be like, oh, I don't like this. Or For you'll sure. see something and be like, oh, uh, mm. let's let's not go down this way. Yeah. If anything, that would happen. You'd be like, I don't want to go down that way. And just because you say that, I'll want to go down that way. Well, then we'd probably have an experience. No, because you'd be like, absolutely not. Be like, fine. But I'd make it seem like it was your fault we didn't do it. Oh, so you're going to try to use reverse psychology because you don't want to go down there if it feels yeah, yeah. icky. But you're going to say, oh, let's go to think no, that it's I'm going to stop. No, reverse psychology would be if if you say you don't want to go down a corridor and I say we shouldn't, you'd be like, let's do it. I'm using your intellect and, and safety that says we're not going to go down that way to pretend like I want to go down that way. Just to be like, all right, fine, I guess we won't, but I really wanted to. Um. Yeah. Frightmare Farms. And that's just a, uh, isn't that just a... Attraction. Yeah. 
Do you remember when you dropped that thing that they told you to pick up? Vaguely. Your man card. <laughs> oh, yeah, because dude, like, jumped out of nowhere. And then you jumped, but then you said my name. And then the dude with, like, you the made fake me voice. Jump. Like, dude didn't make me jump. You made me jump. And then it was like, Okay, I'm sorry. Peter. <laughs> and then it was like, Peter, pick up your man card, Peter. 100%. Um, who walked in front of who during that, though? Um, I don't know. I was, you did, because the lady behind yeah. me was, like, attached to me. I'm like, oh. And you were attached to me. And what's great is, actually, I think I led, I was the first person. The only thing I can't do in haunted, like, attraction like that, like, strobe is lights. strobe lights. Same. I like, hate It's lights. so hard, because I literally have to, like, look down. And I'm missing anything that's potentially good. Because I can't, like, deal with the effect of the strobe lights on my you know eyes. What? I'm so mad at you. You just tried to call me out for that. I, I distinctly remember any time, because there had to be, like, five or six people in that chain of ours. Well, yeah, if somebody's going to poke and wait, jab wait, at somebody, it's going to be you and not me. <laughs> not at all. What happens is, when you go to those places, like, say there's a dude hiding behind a wall, and he's waiting mm-hmm. for the... the chain of people he's gonna see me i'm gonna see him he's not gonna move once i go through the people behind me think that maybe it's safe i know dude's there and i remember squeezing your hand you, so you did actually so you knew it was coming which i appreciate yeah because i'm awesome. did you stick with me when we went to uh fright nights no i did no i did like two of them and then i got hit in the head that's right. The clown one was terrible. I did I did two. I did the one... Or did I only do one? Did you do the Jurassic one? I did the one... Whatever one I got hit in the head, because it was like this... It was only six feet tall jack-in-the-box, and the stupid clown pops up and then bounces down. Mm-hmm. So I got smacked in the head by that <laughs> stupid thing. And then I did the thing with you where it was like you're walking in space because it had the the... Oh, yeah. Swirly star thing. That was the clown one. Was that the same one? When you say clown, you mean the clown that hit me? or No, it was like the actual clown attraction. And like they had like the whole like vortexy kind of like... Yeah, not a fan. Where it's like you kind of felt like you were falling just because of the way the walls were spinning. Yeah, that's not scary though. That's No, that's just disorienting. Yeah, like, not, it's not just, a, it's, same yeah. as Strobley. Not yeah. a fan. Mm-mm. You want dudes to, like, jump out and be like, ah, oh, I've got a chainsaw. Yeah. Awesome. Do that all day. But when you start, like, the bright, fl- uh, bright, fast flashing strobes yeah. or whatever that vortex thing was. Yeah. No, that's not that's scary gross. or fun. No. Like, um, no. Pass. Mm. Hard pass. Did you have any other places you wanted to discuss? Or was that it for you? No. The other one, um, my last one, actually, um... Was, uh, oh God, I forgot the name of it. I should have wrote it down. It's the one we went to. It was Fort, uh, Fort Ontario. Fort Ontario in yeah. Oswego. So we did go north because we did the, um, Michelle and I had done the ghost walk up there. Mm-hmm. Um, again, it's a We deep. actually, we got a electronic voice recorder to go with us. We did. Um, and it's a decommissioned fort. So it's mm-hmm. just a, historical site and we got a tour of the place and then there was even a attempt in one of the barracks um where there's the tour ends and there's no lights and the person leading the tour is like are there any spirits that want to come forward and they do that for 10 minutes and spoiler alert nothing happens no Um, and it was cold too because it's it's in october and it's right by lake ontario yeah so if anybody's local listening gonna do that this year or next year if it bundle up yeah because it is stupid cold um no in all fairness i'm sure there probably are some spirits lingering there like without a doubt but i feel like being on parade like that, like, we were, like, the last tour of the night, almost at, like, the end of their quote-unquote season. So you're saying they were sleepy? I think that they're, like, I'm not playing your game anymore. Like, why? 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 I've made noises for this group and that group. Like, forget this. Like, I... Look, if I were just hanging out in my afterlife someplace... You're saying it was the end of their shift and their time? <laughs> I feel like they clocked they, out. Were they phoning they it They clocked in? out. They're like, I'm so done with this. I will not be your puppet. Like, seriously. Like, 
I feel like something like that, like, you might want to go to on your own. Just saying. You can't, well, I mean, but can you go on your own? Isn't I don't know that, if you can go on your own, but I'm that saying. It sounds like trespassing. But if you're going on these big tours where everybody's, like, amped up and, like, looking, like, I just. Welcome I, to Sisters of the Strange. Uh, Michelle has been arrested for felony trespassing. Stop. At Fort Ontario. Trying to find ghosts. <laughs> Miss, Hi what, guys. Miss, what do, you, what do you think you're doing here? Oh, I'm looking for ghosts. You got like the flashlight in one hand, recording yeah. the other. <laughs> I'm really nice. They might not be mad. <laughs> That'd be ridiculous. But yeah, no, that's that's all I've got. Okay. Those are mine. So that's it, right? Um, I have one more. In this you got one more. This How one... are you gonna beat Rolling Hills? Well, this one's just like a little lengthy, and it's from a different book called Spooky Hudson Valley. By Mariana Bonchek or Bonchek. Sorry if I mispronounce it, girl. Um, it's in Kingston, New York. It's located at 272 Wall Street. And it's the old Dutch church. The first mm-hmm. Reformed Protestant Dutch church, its local name, the Old Dutch Church, is a visual and historic treat to visit. It is located at the corner of Wall Street and Main Street in Kingston in the center of the Stockade District. This is the one area of the Mid-Hudson Valley where you can encounter a ghost at any moment. It's rich in history and hauntings. The church was founded in 1659. The current structure is the third church to be built on this site. The second stone church was burned on October 17, 1777, during the burning of Kingston by the British during the Revolutionary War. The structure was left gutted. The current structure was finished and dedicated in 1852. The church steeple is haunted and has been haunted from pre-revolutionary days. In the early 1700s, the church pastor and his wife were on the Hudson River, River, sorry, traveling home from a long journey. A storm kicked up and the crew feared an evil spirit had invaded the ship. Unable to steer the ship, The terrified crew and passengers begged the minister to pray. He performed an exorcism on the ship. He performed an exorcism. Performed an exorcism and the ship arrived safely in Kingston. However, much to the minister's horror, he found a hat of what he believed was an evil spirit. Or hobgoblin. Pause. Yes. Like real pause? No. Okay. (laughs) The hat belonged to an evil spirit or the hat was the evil spirit? Um, he believed that the hat was, belonged to the evil spirit of a hobgoblin. So the hobgoblin had a top hat and lost it? I guess so. That is fascinating. <laughs> In the... <laughs> huh. So he, he lost his hat. What if it was like, what if he was leaving clues? Oh, oh, oh. What if it was, uh, 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 Voldemort there and the hat was a horcrux? And there was like a walking stick somewhere, and um, Ascot is that what the is that what Fred wears from? Yeah, yeah. yeah. What if he just like left? Are you saying the hobgoblin stripped? I was gonna do a demon strip poker thing. That was, that was what was happening <laughs> next. But like, how how much? How oh my god, so many questions. All right. Okay, so I'm gonna just repeat this part. Okay. However, much to the minister's horror, he found a hat of what he believed was the evil spirit or hobgoblin, in the church steeple, and he arrived safely home. How the hobgoblin got there, no one knew. But if the church and the surrounding land remained hallowed, the evil spirit was trapped in the steeple. His ghostly moans can be heard on stormy nights. Flashes of his grotesque face can be seen during lightning storms. There's still more, okay? Because he doesn't have his hat to cover his face. He lost his hat. In the 1850s, a painter is said to have died in the steeple while repainting it. Many believe the evil, evil spirit had appeared and scared him to death. Claims have been made that the painter can still be seen working diligently up upon the steeple on nights with a full moon. On December 24th in 1853, the steeple blew down in a terrible storm. Many say it was the spirit trying to release itself from the newly erected church. The church had to close for 10 months for renovation. The evil spirit 
is also credited with changing the 12 to a 13 on the steeple clock on the Wall Street side of the steeple clock. If you look up, you can see the corrected mistake. Surrounding the church is a haunted churchyard. The graves in this churchyard date back into the 1600s. However, the oldest dated stone is 1710. It's important to note that not every burial was marked with a tombstone. There are more bodies underground than there are stones above ground. You'll find stones marked with an X, known for St. Andrew's Cross. These marked the graves that were originally under the church, but were moved out into the graveyard in 1883. Um, you'll also find the classic tube stones designed of an elderly American colonist. The unsettling skull with wings emerging from the back of its head. Where you also find New York State's first governor, George Clinton. It won't be hard to find his grave. It's the largest grave in the yard. And it is lit at night. The graveyard is only open during daylight hours. However, since it borders the sidewalk, you're welcome to walk around it at dusk. It is the best time to spot shadowy figures said to walk among these graves. Now, this is where I grew up. I you, You've got a lot of, like, yeah, okay, none of that now. But seriously, there's a lot that goes in with that, right? What, show them, what's your face doing? I, I am stuck on the top hat. Okay, so you haven't moved from that. No, 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 no. Like, I, I heard the other stuff. Um, kids vandalized it, made it a 13 instead of a 12, but it's the ghost. Think about... It's only the one side of the clock. Yeah, because security was coming. They're like, oh my God, we got to get out of here. We got to milk Well, no, in the because morning. I mean, like, I was like teenager, preteen-ish. Were you part of that? We still lived down there. It was like Halloween night. That didn't and... answer the question. Did you and your friends no. realize the clock? No, I had my mom actually drive me there. Like, it was like at midnight or whatever. Because allegedly, if at midnight on like a full moon on Halloween or whatever... If you were to go, you could see said hobgoblin at the side of the steeple with the clock that had 13 instead of the 12. Without his hat. Without his hat, of course. Because, but I mean. What? Why? <laughs> no, 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 no. I'm not going to let you gloss over this. How am I glossing over anything? Because you're trying to make me look at the big picture. and I just want to talk about the hat. I, I don't know anything more about the hat than what the book so said, though. So work it out with me. Like, where, where did he go if he's... If he lives in the steeple, all right, how big is, there, how big is a steeple? A. So there's no way he... Steeples aren't little. They just look little because they're the pointy top of a church that's high. Yeah, but it's still a four-wall... Like, it's not... It's a hobgoblin. I don't know. It's just a little... It's a thing. It's a... It's a... With a top hat. Not anymore. It's all gone. How bad are you at your haunting job... That you're dressed dapper. Well, first of all, how, how does the hobgoblin get the dapper dress? Because if he's got the top hat, he's obviously got, I don't know, the peacoat, suit and tie, something. But he's very fancy. He's a very fancy but forgetful hobgoblin. And if he's, if he's only in the steeple, it's not like he's going to the movie theater. It's not like he's, like, going to his hobgoblin mistress's house. Like, he's in the steeple. How do you lose your hat? It'd be like if I put my phone over here and then walk to the other side of the room and it's like, oh, it's gone. And then you found it and you're like, oh, this is a phone that belonged to a spirit. Like the hat thing blows my mind. I'm stuck on the hat. I'm stuck on the hat. What if the what if the um, minister like killed someone and just forgot about the hat? Oh. So he kills a guy. Kills a guy. Hides the body. Okay. Burns everything. And then somebody finds the hat with him. And he's like, uh. It must be the hobgoblins. Definitely not the guy I killed. Totally the <laughs> hobgoblins. <laughs> I appreciate that this is your world and it all makes sense. But meet me halfway. I'm the meeting you all the way with this. Like, for real. I mean, you. Her eyes are wide. Doesn't know what to do. She's like, who have I invited into this? Meet me halfway. The hat thing is crazy. The hat thing is crazy. It's a hobgoblin's hat that he lost. 
in a steeple whilst he was in a steeple. On a boat. In a storm. So the hobgoblin lost the hat on the boat? Yeah. I thought he lost it in the steeple. He's trying to break out from the steeple. Where was the boat coming from? Say, this is why we need stronger borders. Oh, stop. Hobgoblins. How long ago was this? Jeez, you're so terrible. So, you always hear about, like, pestilence and vermin. I, I didn't realize we, back in the day, we imported hobg- fancy hobgoblins that forgot their hats. So, is he traveling by hat? There's so much here. I'm just thinking of the difference. You're, I'm watching that little squirrel in your head just yeah, yeah, yeah. going like. Um. Okay. <laughs> Spend a time with the hat. I'm out of of local lore. You and your magic hat have me be. Actually, Rolling Hills might be the best one. I, uh, Rolling Hills and the uh, Buffalo Terminal. Yeah. I think were the coolest that we talked about. I mean, I definitely would love to check both out. And. Nine million likes. Or follows. He's ridiculous. Just no. Retweets. I don't think anybody tweets me. Do you tweet? You were supposed to be my Twitter guy. <gasps> oh! oh snap! So yeah. Oh. Um. <laughs> wow. I want to thank you for joining us tonight, today. Um, have a very happy Halloween, and until next time, stay strange, Peter. Thank you for joining me. My pleasure, and uh, thank you for having me. I can't wait to have you back. Yeah. Bye. Say bye. Bye.